When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what did Jesus do on the cross? Remember the sentinel moment right there on the cross? He screamed out, Dear God, how, or God, how dare you forsake me, right? See, in that moment, whether you believe in spirituality, God or not, is immaterial. See it as a metaphor. See it as a parable as to what the solution to life is. It's been standing there, or, you know, that story has been around for thousands of years, screaming at us what the solution to life is and how to be happy, and yet I've never heard anyone talk about it. What Jesus did in that moment is he turned towards his fear, his pain, his indecision, the supposed perfect being. He questioned God. Dear God, how dare you forsake me? See, in that moment, he faced his deepest, darkest pain, the most scary thing in his life. And in that moment, once he did that, once he faced it, because he'd been pushing it away, never facing it, once he faced it, he could give himself to the cross and, you know, as the story goes, free the world. Well, I find it fascinating. And always have that in the personal development field, psychology, business, whatever it may be, everyone's like, oh yeah, don't look at your past. Just, you know, ignore the pain. Like, and, and you'll hear this too. People who've had terrible life experiences are like, oh, I want to protect my kids from pain. Yet, as they tell how they're now a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company or they're this successful athlete or successful um, movie star, whatever it is. They're like, you know, I just don't want my kids to go through pain. Yet it was their pain that gave them the ability to succeed. <laughs> like it just, it's so counterintuitive. This the whole business. No wonder no one's getting any better. No wonder everyone that pursues all these different gurus and everything, their life still sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Because they're giving the wrong information. Everyone's just giving placebo little sugar hits of, oh, a little positive message feels good. Now, I put out plenty of positive messages. Positive messages are wonderful. And we do need those reminders of positivity. But the studies overwhelmingly show you tell a depressed person, you know, to do positive affirmations, their depression skyrockets because it's a lie. Also, the way the brain and body works. We can't outrun our pain. We can't. It shows up. All illness and disease is just emotional trauma that's never been dealt with. That's overwhelmingly proven. Bruce Lipton has shown that. Candace Pert. Um, you know, the, it's just the medical community, since it's run by drug companies, is slow to adapt. They don't. They can't measure emotional trauma. Um, and it's just heartbreaking that medical schools don't take that into account. But a good doctor, they do, and. That's why so many times you go to a doctor, they just give you pills and they don't know what it is. They take tests and everything's fine. I watched this show last night on Netflix called Heal. Um, you should watch it. It's great. Um, and all these people going in with conditions, well, every single one of them, it's emotional trauma. 
And until they face the emotional trauma, none of the medicine, none of the procedures will work. I mean, people with cancer, everything. They're on chemo, all this. Once, you know, the lady started dealing with her um, suppressed anger, suppressed, you know, she had to give herself away as a child. That's really what cancer is, is there's a cancer personality from childhood. They could never express who they were. They're filled with deep anger and resentment. And so they become people pleasers and they give themselves away. And so all that anger, all that emotion just eats them from the inside out. Well, she went and faced that. Cancer went away. She had stage four cancer. That happens all the time. So I'm, if you want to be happy, it's simple. It's really simple. There's only one way. Go become an expert in your pain. And yet everyone's like, oh, I don't want to deal with my pain. Oh, no, no, don't make me go there. Well, you're already in tremendous pain. <laughs> like you're not avoiding it. it, it I mean, it's, so, it's fascinating because here's how pain works and the avoidance of pain works. People that stuff it, that choose not to pursue relationship or whatever and, you know, because they don't want to get hurt again. Here, I'm going to grab these pieces of paper. Every time we avoid pain, most of the time, you know, it's not big moments. You know, I mean, obviously all of us go through traumatic death of somebody or, you know, severe traumatic moment, car accident or rape or, you know, something. We all have those experiences in our life. Those we recognize as having a profound shift inside of us. But most pain isn't that way. Most pain is like this. Do you see that? It's just a piece of paper. All right. It's a slight frustration, a slight hurt. Um, an indecent comment, like someone in my greatness university, um, you know, people are posting all the time and she's going through, you know, some really, um, she's healing herself emotionally, health conditions are showing up and they're getting worked through and some people around her because they don't, because we have a society that says, Oh, don't talk about pain. Don't deal with it. Um, you know, a friend of hers response was, well, just get the surgery and get over it. Well, she felt it was rude. Really what it is, is it is rude, but it's heartbreaking. The woman that said that to her, what that shows is she has no ability because our society says, don't talk about pain. Any mention of pain, she just shuts down. And so all she was doing was projecting her own unhealed pain. You know, I don't want to hear about your pain because I don't know how to deal with mine. So I'm just going to say, get the surgery and get it over with. That's why people make those indecent comments. They're just exposing their unhealed pain. And so a comment like that, I mean, that's, it's unkind. It doesn't feel good, but it's not this massive blow, you know? I mean, she'll think about it for a day, but that's about it. Well, that, that's kind of like just dropping a piece of paper on somebody, right? Just these little hurts, little pieces of paper. You know, that's kind of how we all live our life. Our boss is rude. Our kids are, you know, imperfect. Our family members, our spouse doesn't support us, doesn't take the trash out, says they would. They promised they'd show up at seven and they show up at eight. They promised they'd leave work early. They promised they'd take us on the vacation. It's just these little pieces of paper over and over and over. And you don't really notice, like, do it. Grab a piece of paper, drop it on your hand and... Just a couple seconds, you don't even feel it. You know, you have the initial light sensation of it hitting your fingers, but like right now, I can, bear it. I can you know, if I move, I can feel its presence. If I don't, I don't even notice it. Well, see, that's how the brain and body reacts to trauma and pain. 
It's just this little thing. And so it, our homeostasis just gradually changes. And so we have these little incidences of pain. And so our stress levels, our fear levels, our anxiety levels, everything get worse and worse and worse. And you'll see so many people will comment on my post and go, well, that's not me. I'm not in pain. And really what they're exposing is this. They're in massive pain, even in their response, their defense, they're exposing how much pain they're in. They just don't know, you know, many times I don't point it out to them because they haven't hired me. And so I'm like, well, good for you. Um, you know, they're not looking for the answer. They're looking to defend how they don't face their pain and don't face their issues. And so I'll let them, you know, I don't, I don't need to, they're not ready for the answer and that's okay. You know, sometimes we're not. So, but when we have these little incidences, we don't notice the biological chemical changes within our body. All right. It's a subtle shift. Well, what that means is those are, you know, say our normal homeostasis is here. This is where we're at peace and happy. And you get those little layers and all of a sudden we're way up here. Well, that's where illness and disease and divorce and everything starts showing up. All these bad things in our life happen. And, um, but it's an accumulation of all those little pieces of paper. And so we're just not aware that we're in tremendous pain. Tremendous. And you can just, just spend the rest of today or tomorrow at work. Walk around the office. See how many people's faces are turned down. Like you can see the pain all over them. It drips off of people. I just walk the streets and man, I, all I see is a world of pain. That's it. Everybody's struggling um, because of the little pieces of paper. And so everyone's in tremendous pain. It's just they don't really notice it unless it's a huge hit. And so since we also have a personal development and psychology field that says, oh, just stay positive, and especially in America, um, our whole mantra here is, oh my God, it is not okay to ever say anything neg negative, to feel anything negative, to experience, oh my God, we don't do negativity in the US. We're, you know, we're the best, we're always positive. It's a very false positive. Um, Americans are greatly out of touch with how negative hurt they are and how, um, how much pain we're in because of our false positivity. We're very fault. You know, that's why people think we're arrogant because we're falsely positive because our pain is all over it. I mean, look at our society right now. Look at all the discord. That's false positivity. That's the result of stuffing all that pain and negativity. And it just bubbles up and all this unrest and inability to communicate and everything. So, there's only one way, just like Jesus. And think, just think about it. what does every athlete talk about? A childhood situation where they went through massive pain and it gave them the motivation to pursue something. Everybody. Think of anybody in your life who's close to you, who's been through a trend, who was forced, who was forced to deal with their pain. Usually it's a life-threatening condition. Usually our health. They're forced to face the pain. And in that moment, it, yeah, it's the best experience I ever had. I'm so happy for it. Now, those who don't say that, that's because they have a circle of people around them that reward them for their pain, like they're professional victims. And so they don't want to lose that pain identity. That was a great thing about the heal um, thing. It, it just, it, it upset me because a lot of the practitioners they had on there weren't 
um, I hate to say this, they weren't qualified. Um, there were, there's this one lady who has all these boils popping up and she flat out says she has an identity to her victimhood, that it's who she is. Being sick is who she is. And, and it, all the practitioners just walked right past it. Didn't even like go, did you hear? And it's all from childhood. The situation, she had to take care of her mother. You know, she had to cook, clean, like at an obscenely young age. She became a mother to her mother, drove her to work before she even had a license. You know, like she was responsible for caring for her mother. Well, that's the boils. She stuffed all this rage and they tried to change her diet, waste of time. Like, I'm sorry, your diet is so insignificant to dealing with your health. I mean, Dr. Amen has shown that with his studies that your brain and body is just attracted to certain food because of your trauma, that's all. You deal with the trauma, you, have, you won't be so attracted to certain foods, overeating and everything. I mean, that's what gave birth to the Adverse Childhood Experiences study. Dr. Folletti was dealing with people um, who are overweight and, and, and you know they're doing this massive study on trying to get people healthier with their food choices and lose weight and everything. And they're going like this. And finally, one of the, the people in the study turned to him and said, doctor, don't you realize we eat because we're in pain? That's like, I'm sorry, diets are a waste of time. Deal with your pain and you won't eat. You know, it's like, it's so painfully obvious. It's all in the research. Just deal with your pain. You want to be happy? Deal with your pain. Drop the false positivity. Drop running from it, drop chasing all the different, you know, superficial symptom type of um, solutions that are out there, pot, pills, food, all these essential oils, all these different things. I mean, they're all placebo, like studies show, if you feel it will help you, like that's what the, the study show, or the show, the heel show on Netflix showed is, Almost all pills test out with the exact same efficacy, efficiency, as placebo. Like, pills don't heal you. Our belief, and belief is a feeling, we feel like it'll heal us, and that's why the pill works, not the pill itself. And then most pills, let's just listen to the side effects. It's worse than the condition you're treating. And then they give you another pill, and it's just, you're just destroying yourself with pills. So, everything is feeling-based. We are our pain, your life story, your divorces, your career, whatever your struggles are, are just a mirror into the pain you haven't faced. That's it. And so there's only one solution, just like with Jesus. Face it. Face it. Because I know you're sitting there saying, well, I don't feel in pain. I'm not. Because again, it's just the little pieces of paper, but your life story shows how much pain you're in. And so what happens is because we have a culture that says, don't face your pain, the past is the past, ignore it, it doesn't have anything to do with today, which goes against all modern science. It, you are, look, what do they say? Between zero and seven, that's who we become. That determines our whole life. Well, if you're struggling with illness, disease, divorce, everything, that's because of the painful experiences you went through between zero and seven. Like, it's so obvious. Anyone in this field who's teaching anything different, it's a waste of time. It's a placebo to just deal with superficial symptoms. There's only one solution to happiness. Only one. Face your pain. Now, how do you do that? Because no one's really advocated it. Everyone's saying the opposite. So... 
Now, what happens in the brain and body? Whenever there's something new, it immediately triggers our fear center, all right? Because our brain doesn't care about right from wrong. It doesn't want to do what's right for us. It wants to do what it's always done, even if it's wrong. It, it, it's constantly trying to repeat itself. That's why we keep picking the same relationships and everything, because we went through trauma as a child, we never healed it, we relive it in our relationships, our careers, everything. Over and over and over, that's all we do. It's our whole life story, is reliving our trauma until we face it. Because at that point, we learn something new, we create a new emotional chemical addiction, because that's all it is, is an emotional, when we have an emotion, it creates, you know, release of all these chemicals, our brain and body has been conditioned to reliving pain. When you learn how to face it, it gets conditioned to reliving happiness. That's all it takes, but it's a new experience. So your brain goes, nope, I don't want this. Well, just understanding that, can you feel the difference right there? Just having the awareness that, oh, this fear of facing my pain is just because it's new. Well, let me look at my life. Have I ever done anything new? Wow, all I've ever done in my life is something new. Every day is a new day. I couldn't walk, I couldn't speak, I couldn't have relate. Like every single day, all we do is something new. We've had this experience millions of times in our life and navigated it. You're, I don't care if you're 10 years old or 60 years old. You've faced billions of new situations and you've always gotten through it. And that's, that's just, do you, can you let that feeling in of, huh, he's right. I face new stuff all the time. This is just something new. Now, there's, as I talk about, there's three levels of fear. The biggest fear that's coming up is inadequacy. I don't have the skills, tools, and knowledge. I don't know how. Well, that's what's groundbreaking about my process and about my book, my university, everything I teach, is I'm the only one who's laid out the, the full process. It, it's from A to Z of here's exactly how you go back. You uncover those moments that in many um, for many people they've forgotten because they suppressed it. For many people, they do remember it, but here's how you uncover it and you rework the emotion around it. And here's the process to face the pain, the questions you ask yourself, the, the steps that you take to go become an expert. And when you do that, it becomes known. And then our brain goes, ah, oh, it's just this pain stuff. I love pain. See, look at your life situation. When you've turned towards the most difficult things in your life, it's always been the greatest blessing. Always. So why would you avoid it? Do you see how counterintuitive that is? And how counterintuitive it is of this whole industry to tell you to avoid your pain and just be positive. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't help. It hurts everybody on this planet. There's only one solution to happiness. It's to get excited. Like I had to learn it. I had to teach myself because I was a professional victim. I loved it, man. I could control everybody. I didn't have to take responsibility for anything. I got everyone else to fix everything, whether it was money issues or health issues or really, God, I, I remember it was a perfect example. It was uh, high school, a buddy of mine, 
I really liked this girl and she didn't like me. And, and our, our term for it was, dude, I'm so bummed. <laughs> Forgive me. It was high school, right? This, you know, this was fast times at Ridgemont high, you know, dude, everything was dude. And, uh, I was like, I'm so bummed. And we just got drunk driving around in his Jeep and I was so bummed and everyone went out of their way to take care of Kenny because he was so bummed. That's why we, we, we get so many payoffs. Our whole society rewards the victim because no, in fairness, it's because no one's taught us how to face it. And so once I learned how to stop playing the victim and how to see that I'm responsible and all of us are, there isn't a single life situation you can tell me about that you're not responsible for, that you haven't set up. And do you see the beauty of that? That empowers us. Instead of blaming everybody else saying they hurt me or this, they did this to me. It's, you know, I'm not responsible. That always makes me the victim, always makes me powerless. It means I'm at the mercy of the world doing something to me. But yet the second I step out into the world, I took the step. So I walked out that door and yes, a bus came by and hit me, but had I not walked out the door, I'd have never been hit. It's not the bus's fault. I chose to walk out. Do you see how that mentality puts me in power? And then it puts me in a position to go, okay, why? What was going on in my life? What would I get from being hit by a bus? What would be the payoff? wow, well, I was really struggling financially. Now I'm in the hospital. Now, God, people are going to come to my rescue. Ah, so now you know why you got hit by that relationship bus, that career bus, whatever it was. That's the solution. See, now from that place, I can heal. I'm taking ownership. I'm always empowered. When I see myself as the problem, therefore, I am always the solution. When I see you as the problem, therefore, I never have a solution. Never. I'm always at your mercy. My life, you own me. And I have no self-determination. That is a guarantee for a life filled with pain. If you're chasing positivity, if you think any aspect of your life is anyone else's to blame but yourself, and I don't, blame isn't the right word, anyone else is responsible for the life condition you're living other than yourself, then you are robbing yourself of your greatness, of your light, of what you're meant to share in the world. You will never find happiness from any guru in this industry until you take complete ownership, face your pain, recognize we are all responsible for every single moment of every single day in our life. And if our life is filled with pain, it's because we're choosing it to scream back at us, to heal the pain that we're stuck in that keeps us repeating because that's how the brain and body works. It repeats what it knows. And until we give it a new known, and the only way to do that is to heal the pain, to become an expert in it and embrace it. And once we do that, we create a new chemical known in our body and brain that embraces the imperfections of life because it's like, oh, here's the lesson. I'm about to get really empowered. I'm about to get really, really happy. I get chills when my life falls apart because I know I'm about to have a massive breakthrough. Now, I had to learn that because our society for centuries has taught the opposite. So, if you want to turn your life around, 
if you want happiness all the time. Flip it to the opposite. Be counterintuitive. Quit chasing the superficial denial, suppression, and repression of the happiness crowd. Recognize, just like Jesus, the answer, true happiness, true freedom, true liberation, the ability to let go and give yourself to the world like Jesus did, only comes from turning towards the most painful things in your life. That's it. There's only one way to happiness. And I hope you make that choice. If you don't know how, please reach out. That's my expertise. I'll be happy to point you in the right direction so that you can start feeling that liberation that we all deserve. And that's the story of Jesus. That's what he was trying to say. Go become an expert in it. And you too can be free.